This week on Penguin Stuff, we will be talking about the West Coast trip. Can the Penguins take three of three? We will also be talking about Crosby's progress and what's going to happen at the All-Star break. All that and more coming up on Penguin Stuff. Welcome back to Penguin Stuff. I'm Andrew. And I'm Jim. And today we are talking about a West Coast trip. Three games this week. How did we do in our predictions? <sighs> Not good. No, neither one of us did very well. Well, I mean, we did Actually, well. Actually, we, we, we got we did two. Well. We went two and one, both of us. Mm-hmm. But we, we both missed on different games, which is okay. Which yeah. means we tied and no punishments again this week. Gosh. It's been a long time since we've had punishments. It has been. It's been about a month. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Of course, we, we missed that one week in there where we didn't have any predictions. So, yeah. who knows? Who yeah, knows? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all right, though. But we've got four games coming up this week. Two at home, two on a road. And uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. And We're better than the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> <laughs> and the New Jersey Devils. Way better than the Red Wings and Devils. Okay. And the Oilers and the Flyers and the Jets and the Jackets and the Predators and the Sabres and okay. the Rangers and the Wild and the Blackhawks and the Sharks and the Canadians let, and the Devils and the Kings and the Senators and the Ducks and the Wings. Let, let, let's back up here just a second. So and as we're we, tied with the Knights and the Canucks and the Leafs. Okay. Well, thanks for stepping all over my my You're words there. We're only um, we're, don't, we're, don't turn that off. We're either tied or better than twenty teams. Okay, so let's look at the playoff picture. Okay, let's do that. Let's look at the playoff picture right now. In the East, who is in in the Metro? We have the Caps, the Penguins, and the Islanders. Okay, in and the it, Metro, and in the Atlantic, Tampa, Boston, Boston, Tampa, Tampa. And Toronto. And Toronto. And who are the wild card teams? Carolina and Florida. Okay. And how far out is the number three team in the wild card? One point. Okay. So it's pretty close. It's uh, so if, if the if the season were to end today, Pittsburgh would open against the Islanders. The Islanders with home but ice. We have home ice. Yes. And then Washington would play Florida. Boston would play Carolina, and Tampa would play Toronto. So Toronto has hopes of making it past the first round. Yeah, as long as, long as they, they don't have to play second. Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, how about the West? The West, going to the West. We have in the Central, St. Louis, Dallas, and Colorado. Wow. You know, not too many people pick Dallas to be in that scenario at this point because they started off pretty weak. They started off horribly. Yeah. yeah. Well, as did the Leaves. And they're in third. Well, that's true. And so did Tampa. Well, compared to last year, yeah, Tampa did stumble out of the gate. So did the Penguins. So, you know. Pacific? In the Pacific, we have Calgary at one, tied with Arizona for first. Okay. And Vancouver, only one point behind them. And the wild card teams would be? Vegas and Edmonton. Really? Yeah. The Sharks aren't in there at all. Sharks are seventh. In the wild card race. Wow. Okay. Only in front of L.A. and Anaheim. Which is, Anaheim's a shocker, because they started off yeah. very Fire, well, yeah. Until they lost to the Penguins, and then... And then it just went downhill. So... Yeah. 
Okay, It'd well, like that. that's that's interesting because um, you know you look at that and and uh, it's funny because you, you you would you would look at that and then you 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 look at that and you'd think, man, all of these teams, you know, if they threw them all together and just took the top sixteen, who would be in? Boston, St. Louis, Washington, Pittsburgh, okay, New York. The Islanders, the Lightning, the Hurricanes, the Stars, the Avs, the Flame, the Coyotes, the Lees, the Canucks, the Knights, the Panthers, and the Oilers. Which is what which it is, is what it right is right now. now. Okay, all right. So truly, the best teams are as of right now. Now that could change. That could change because we still have a Especially whole half with of the season Metro. left, really. Especially with the Metro the way they are. The way the schedule is set up for the Metro, we haven't played Washington or Philly yet this year. And that could be... And we've got four games with both of those teams yet to come. And I think, yeah, we've got, we've got Philly uh, next week. And that's the only game we play next week, and then the All-Star weekend and our bye week. Mm-hmm. And then we play Philly again when we come off of that. So we finish with Philly, and then we start with Philly. Then it's like a slew of games to end the season against the, the Eastern Conference and Metro. I think, do we play anybody else in the West? San Jose, Anaheim, L.A. But that's it, right? That one, that second, that California road trip. Yeah. But that's it. Oh, we got Minnesota. Minnesota comes to town. They're our next game. Mm-hmm. But we got so we got four more games against the West. Everything else is against the East. I kind of like that, especially with the way we're playing right now. I did too. Because if we had played all of them at the beginning of the season, we probably would be out of the playoff picture right now. Because that's, that's they all started pretty hot. But I will say this: I think that when we get out to the second half of the seat, well, the after the All Star break. I think we will then know a little bit more of what this team really is because we're going to be playing teams that are um, that are tough teams. Oh, we're we're at no, yeah, we are, we're at Chicago still. We still have Chicago. Oh, Chicago to play. too. I just noticed. Oh, that. if you look at that from the seventh to the end of the season, we only play two teams that aren't in the Metro. Chicago from and Ottawa. March seventh, you mean? Yeah. After the game at Buffalo on the fifth of March. Okay, so if you if and then if you take, if you even go back, because that's our West Coast road trip. Before then, mm-hmm. we only we play. Well, I was I was talking about the Metro. Yeah, we only we don't down play. here. It's yeah. all Metro except Chicago at Chicago and at Ottawa. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. That's crazy. So the, we end the season with a flurry of those standings are going to be jumping all around. They are. It's going to be weird. And we have a very good shot. Only four points out from Washington right now. So, so far, we have take... played We've played the Islanders three times. Yeah, thankfully. We've played the Rangers once, New Jersey once, uh, Columbus once. And that's it. Now we've played Columbus twice. Oh, I'm we've sorry. played Columbus we've played twice. Columbus twice. And we've won both of those. But, yeah, that's no. it. Yeah, we've won both of those, right? No, we lost... At Columbus. Oh. Yeah, we both had them winning that game. Yeah. New Jersey, New Jersey we played twice, yeah. And we beat them both times, right? Uh, you no, know, we lost in overtime. No, we not in overtime, but we lost 
to New Jersey at New Jersey two to one. That's awful. I don't like that. Yeah, but their goalie was on standing on his head, so I mean they did they've been beating some pretty decent teams. Yeah. They killed Tampa's ten game win streak. They just did. They did do that. That was funny. Pretty amazing. Okay, so let's talk about the games that were this week. Um, we've got three games to cover. Uh, at Vegas, at Colorado, at Arizona. And I can't wait to talk about the Arizona game. But that was one, the only one you watched, right? One game at a time. No, I watched the Vegas game too. And parts of the Colorado game. So, so uh, at Vegas... 4-3 win for the Pens. We both had the Pens winning. We had the both had the Pens winning. You had them winning 2-0. I had them winning 3-0. 3-2. So, um, they won. But they did win. 4-3. And um, who scored in that game? Malkin, Hornquist, Cahoon on the power play, and Tanev. That's right. Tanev had the game winner, didn't he? Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm going to tell you I was watching this game while I was supposed to be sleeping. <laughs> but it was still on, so I was watching it. Yeah. I nearly went my bed. I'm being real here. <laughs> I was shaking. Yeah, that was because uh, if I, be- I I believe it was they the Knights never had the lead. No, I do not believe. No, but they tied it every time we took the lead. Yep, they did until Turbo Kenny got the game winner. That was that was a beautiful shot. That was. It was it was really well, actually what you said was a lie. Because we got three unanswered, in the first, well three unanswered, and then they got two, and then Tanev got his in the third. And they got theirs in the third, and then we held on. So it went three nothing, three two, four two, four three, final. And. Marc-Andre Fleury yes. only stopped 12 shots. Yeah, not a great game for Mark. Mm-mm. As opposed to, I think it was Jari, had 31 saves. 31 saves on 34 shots? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, again, Jari has been, has been playing well. His goals against average jumped up a little bit. But it's still... Number one in the league, but it's still number one in the league, and he is he is making, you know, some of the goals he's letting in are like head scratchers, but then he's making these insane stand on your head saves that are that are like, oh my gosh, did he just do that? Not as many head scratching goals though as Murray lets in. I'm not. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But on the other hand, Murray has won the last three starts he's had. So this is I'm not, true. I'm not bashing him. He's been playing better. He's been playing decently, and I think part of that may be that he's not playing as much. Yeah, he's not relied on as much. Right. And I, I, I like having the goalie split time mm-hmm. instead of having your starter and then your backup because I think it keeps both of them not – it keeps them from getting rusty. Playing. Keeps them on their toes. Yeah, and then you have to – if you keep them fighting for that starting position, then they're more than likely going to play better. This is true. In my opinion. This is true. But Jari has did start all three games this week. No. Didn't he play in? Colorado was Murray. I apologize. You are correct. Yes, I am. And, well, 
uh, player of the game for the Vegas game. Ooh, good point. Um, Brandon Tanev. Okay, I can see that. Tanev, he's been playing very well. Yes, he has. And I, yes, he has. I appreciate it. And he played very well in that <laughs> game, too. I appreciate it, too. He's such a good guy. He's a good guy. I'd like to meet him someday. Okay, so uh, we move on to... I'd like to meet all of them someday, but... That would be cool. Yeah. January 10th at Colorado, a 4-3 overtime win. For, as we said previously, Matt Murray. For Matt Murray, yes. And uh, we saw goals by Bluger, Rust, Malkin, and McCann. Yes, we did. In OT. Big, big plays by the boys. It was 31 shots for the Avalanche, 30 for the Penguins. So it was, and like we said last podcast, it was a little peek at what we think could could be, be very well could be the Stanley Cup final, and what a game it was! It, it was, was back and forth. It was that back and forth. Power play goal for McKinnon started it off fourteen thirty one into the first, yep. and then Bluger answered thirteen twenty nine in the second, and then a very fluky goal by Landeskog put him up two one right before the half uh, the end of the second. It was so bad. And it wasn't Murray's fault. It hit a patch of ice, patch of snow, and it just went on edge and went yeah, completely different direction. He was in. He slid over in a position to save it. It was just a dump in to, for him to try and get a, Landeskog to get around the defense. They stopped Landeskog, but it rolled in. He went or moved over to play it, and it just it, very sharp, very lucky. So were you, were you were watching this game? I was. Um, were there a lot of... Social media posts calling for Murray's head. At I don't that know. Point. I have stayed <laughs> trying to stay off Facebook this hockey season because people just piss me off. Yeah, they uh, so. tend to get a little overly invested in their hockey team, and, and not even that. I appreciate the passion. I do too. But stop bashing on your boys. Yeah, for gosh sakes. Anyway, one fourteen into the third, Brian Russ with a beauty of a wrist shot tied mm. it up at two. Malkin put us up three two with. Like four minutes left in the third, and then Matt Calvert, man advantage for the Avs. Thirty-one seconds left in front of the net, tips it in off a of Makar wrist shot from the point, and it was a beauty. But then all that matters, overtime. Overtime. Teddy Bluger, <laughs> beauty. John Marino sets him up beautifully. Oh, he yeah. takes it up the right side. Oh, yeah. He he pulls both the over. Beautiful pass. McCann just. Through the legs of two defenders and, well, one defender and the goalie. Beautiful. Beauty, we win. Beauty, three, stuff, two. Man. About four, Beaut three. Stuff. Wow. Overtime win for the Penguins. Penguins. Let's Who's go, Penguins. You're a player of the game. Do you have a player of the game for this one? You know, um, I really don't. Because, like I said, I only saw snippets and pieces of this game. I didn't see the whole thing. Um, I started watching about. Halfway through the first, I think, while washing dishes. Okay. Then I jumped to the living room. But uh, I had to say Malkin, actually. Okay. Malkin did a lot in this game, from what I remember. Yeah. I think it was him who they had a two-on-one in overtime going down the ice. Yes. The Avs did. Yes. He, they were passing it back and forth. The defenseman, I don't remember who was on the ice, probably Tanger, took out, took out one guy. And this guy was in front puck handling. He shot it at Murray. He made this save, point blank. Mm -hmm. And then it bounces out to him, and Malkin just picks up the stick and takes it out. So he he made a timely save there. And then maybe it wasn't him. It might have been Bluger. 
or Marino. I think that was right before. Was it right before? You were watching, right? And wasn't that right before they went down and scored? I really need to start taking notes on these games after I watch them because, <laughs> no, I don't remember. But Malkin's a good choice. Malkin is a good choice. We'll stick with Malkin here. He's got his 13th goal of the season in that game. At that point, he was, um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, just a great, great game from, from all the guys. Oh, yeah, it was Bland- Brandon Tanev who made that uh, who, stop okay. in OT. I believe that's who it was. Okay. Um, so, Sunday night, we got to see all this game, sort of. Uh, we were driving to... Uh, Galesburg. Galesburg, and we were listening to the game, watching the game. Um, so we had uh, the power play came alive in this game. Uh, McCann scored a power play goal in the first. Well, we had three power play goals in these three games. Cahoon, McCann, and Hornquist. Yes. Cahoon yeah. scored in the first one. Yeah. And then yeah. McCann, Hornquist in the Oak Coyotes game. And then Tanev in that game. In, in the game. Yeah. Coyotes Ma- had 27 shots, four scores. So 23, three 27. Scores. You're right. 24, 27. My bad. Penguins... Scored three on... Yep, three on 34. Okay. So we outshot them, but yes, McCann with a beautiful power play goal. Right off the bat, really. And that really was a beautiful pass from Rust. I mean, uh, the the passing on that power play was great. And then uh, Hornquist on the power play again. Makes it 2-1. Makes it 2-1, and this goal... I thought should have probably been saved by the goalie. Mm-hmm. It was kind of soft. But, again, it's one of those things where, and this is something that Mike Sullivan says, get the puck on the net and good things are going to happen. Exactly. And I think we had about 30 shots in every single one of these games now besides he, the goal nights. Now he, here's the, the, the thing I saw in the nights we were shooting, it was being blocked by the players. They were being blocked. The, uh, in the Arizona game, though, in the first period, I think we only had like three shots on goal in the first period. Am I am I mistaken? Let me let me look that up. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Andrew's gonna look that up. He'll probably beat me to it, but we'll see. Oh, I'm sorry. Two shots in the first period. One went in. One did not. So and then apparently the Coyotes stopped playing defense because then we got 32 shots in the next three periods. And periods. then and then there's. There's the rest of the shots in the in the other two periods. I mean, they're all over the place. It looks like the ice has the measles. Well, I mean, scored one, two, two three, more. four, five, six shots in the third. So that second period, we were peppering them with with all kinds of shots that were getting through. But we only scored twice, once in the second. Right. Right. Agreed. Kind of in the third, and then we go to shootout. Well, let me back up and just I want to remark on that Tanev goal. I'm sorry. You okay? I knocked you over. No, we're good. <laughs> the uh, the Tanev goal, he had he had a shot uh, earlier that hit the outside of the net. Actually, hit the post on the outside of the net, and um, came back around into the middle. And the the goalie made a save, and then Tanev was there to to kind of scoop up the rebound. He was in the right place at the right time. I'm glad he got the game tire 
the equalizer because I think he had been working so hard, especially on that particular shift. Um, and so I'm glad he got rewarded with that shot. So, yeah, yeah he ties it up in the third. Uh, no scoring in the overtime. Overtime was actually kind of dull. I think that the two teams in overtime were kind of just trying, trying to shoot up. not to give up a goal. Not to give up the goal. Um, I think there were maybe two or three good chances by both teams. Um, but then, like you said, I'll let you take it to the shootout. Well, I have the list of how we shot. So there's actually eight. We said seven. But eight rounds. Eight, eight rounds, yep. So we had Malkin first. Yep. He misses. He missed. They miss. Well, he didn't miss. He got stopped. Same difference. Okay. Not, not the same difference. Shush. Missed. It means he didn't put the puck in net, okay? Fine. All right. Malkin gets stopped. They Letang gets stopped. stopped. Rusty scores. Scores. He's 100% in shootout now in his career. That that boy needs to be shooting shootouts more. We need to get him on penalty shots. There you go. He needs to start diving. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> McCann misses. Oh, I forgot. Hall scores. Yes. For the Coyotes. Yes. To right extend to extend the shootout. To extend the shootout. McCann misses. Stopped. Or stopped. Whatever. Cahoon, who I thought had a very good chance. Yes. I think this was him. Stop. He missed. He got stopped. And then Kessel got stopped. So suck it, Kessel. <laughs> Galchenyuk then gets stopped. Gets that's stopped. the that's the one we missed when we were when we were talking about who who shot. Simone. He missed. He missed. I don't know why we. No, he got stopped. Wasn't his the one where he? No, he got stopped. Okay. I think we all got stopped. I don't think there was one guy who missed. Okay. But then Bluger. Bluger. Sh- yeah, Simone rang it off the post. Remember? Well, off the post, that's a miss. But he still got it on that. That's not. Okay, a shot you know what? On shut, up. shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! If it hits the post, it doesn't count as a shot on goal. I'm just saying. Okay, fine. But I remember because I heard the ringing and I was like, oh, did it go in? And it didn't go in. And then Bluger, he hits Bluger. the crossbar, but it goes in. Yes, he did. He got a bar down. He uh, he asked Malkin before he went out. Malkin tried to go glove side low and got stopped. So before Bluger went out, he asked Malkin about where to shoot. And Blugins, uh, Blugin? Malkin, uh, Gino tells him, High, high blocker. Go high blocker. High blocker. You know what? That's very racist. And that's exactly, that's exactly where he hit it, and it was sweet, and he scored, and then, Jerry, and then Jerry made a sweet stop. glove save, on the and the ensuing try by by the. By Isn't the Jerry now two for two on shootouts too? I do believe he is. He got our last shootout one. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's how that's the week that was. So six points for the uh, Penguins. This six out of possible six. Six out of six this this week. Uh, we've got a possible eight points coming up this week. We're looking at Minnesota, Boston. I'm sorry, Minnesota coming to town on Wednesday. No, Tuesday. Tuesday. Today. Boston at Boston on Thursday. Friday at Detroit. Thank you, NHL. And then Sunday. Home against Boston. I really hope we beat Boston. Not just be well. I mean, I really hope we beat all those guys. But Boston just pulls my gourd. 
You that, can use that, by the way, just hashtag Andrew Augustine. That's weird. But okay. they just make me so mad. You know, and I wish they would just fall off. The, all Boston teams, really. Yeah. Celtics. Red no, Sox. I like the Celtics. I like You're the Celtics. You're dead to me. I don't even say that. I like, I've liked the Celtics since I was a kid. And since Pittsburgh doesn't have a basketball team, I can like the Celtics. Philadelphia. I don't like Philadelphia. I don't like anything about Philadelphia. Except the Eagles, was it two years ago, when they beat the Patriots? The Patriots. I mean, anyway, half their team are Christians, too. So. You know what? It's time for a break. No, we were still talking about Philadelphia. You know, yes, but we're coming back to them in a minute. But let's we don't play Philadelphia. Let's take a break. Penguin Stuff is brought to you by Nobody. We're not, we're not sponsored yet. So if you guys are interested in sponsoring us, please email us at penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and love to have you sponsor our show. We would love to do that. Uh, what, what a sponsor basically is, this bot would be talking about what you are, what your product is, what you do as like, I don't know, whatever you're up to, we will discuss what, what we do and what we like about it. So if you are interested in sponsoring us, email us. And now, back to the podcast. Welcome back from the break that I didn't want to take because I was ranting about Philadelphia. He's salty. But, Why are you so salty? Oh, you know what? That's not a thing anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> let's get in. Shall we get into the pred- predictions and the games? Okay, predictions for next week. Um, we are tied. We are still tied, so no punishment. Thank the Lord Almighty. So no punishments this week, but what we're going to do, uh, we've got four games, so I'll take two and you can take two. Fine. I'll go first, I guess, because I want to predict Minnesota. Okay. All right. Penguins at home. Crosby's probably going to come back in this game. I would be surprised if he did not. Because we're home. First game home in like a week. About, right? Mm-hmm. Because we... Yeah. We, we were gone all last week. Yep, yep. Well, no, we were at home against Florida. Yeah, but all last week was the 7th through the 12th. <laughs> I say the Penguins win this 3-2. to two, Crosby getting the game winner. If he's back. Well, yeah. Pens, 3-2. to two. Yes, sir. Pens 3-2. I think the Pens also win this Of course game, you do. But I think they win 5-2. 5-2? I think so. I think they... I think it's they, big, man. I think they... It's bold. Take Very it to bold. Them. Okay. So then at Boston... Oh, so I get to I get to start both Boston games, yeah, you man. old Turk. Hey, watch your language. All right. Um... Well, let's see. A four-game winning streak coming into Boston. Sid will definitely be back by this time. Definitely. But with all that being said, I think Boston actually wins this game. And I think they win four to three. Four to three, Boston. I have to disagree with you. Okay. I think Pittsburgh beats Boston just because I want them to. And um, I think it's a score of 2-1. to one. Okay, so tight game. Well, I mean, it's Boston and Pittsburgh, so of course it's going to be tight, man. 
then I don't think they lose to Boston. Okay. In Boston. I just I don't see it. So you have them winning five straight at this point. And I also so. have them winning six straight. Okay. With a win over Detroit. Because, I mean, it's Detroit, you know. It is Detroit. They you got suck. a score? Yeah, 6-0. Oh, my goodness. Okay. That's big. That's big. Watch it come to fruition, too. All right. I Let's say watch. Penn's win, but I think it'll be 5-2. to two. You have us giving up two goals to Pittsburgh? To, to yeah, because I think Murray will be playing in that game. Got a fair point, but I still think Musk can stop him. Okay. I have faith. Okay, so then I have Boston at home. I think the Pens will win this game after losing in Boston, and I think they will win 3-2. to two. I also have Pittsburgh winning this game. Wow. You are very confident in the team right now. Yes, to I do. To go to win seven straight well, games. Well, I think Crosby coming back in Minnesota is going to fuel them. See, I, I think, I think, I think you're right, but I think that the, I think that the chemistry with Crosby coming back and some of those lines getting jumbled once he's back is going to cause them some issues in Boston. I That's think what if I'm you're saying. You're smart. You don't jumble the lines. You keep. You just move, uh, ta- uh, look, the Cahoon, Rusty, and Malkin down. You move McCann and his line down. You move Bluger and his line down, or you move McCann down to the fourth line. And then you move Crosby up with the fourth two fourth line wingers. Take Bench Algazino or Lafferty. We'll You're see what happens. You Lafferty. have a score for that Boston game? Yeah, uh, three to two. Oh, look at that. Three to Q? No, three to two. All right. They are in stone and recorded for all of history. And we'll see how we so do. So out of our eight projections, we only have Pittsburgh losing once. Yes, that's big. <clears throat> and for the record, I hope you win this week. I hope I win this week I too. I really think it would do. Be great. I really Seven do. Seven-game win streak would be nothing but wildness. That would be sweet. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Crosby's coming back. Yes, he was supposed to come back against Colorado. There was a thought he might, and, and I was he very didn't. Bummed that he didn't. And he didn't play in Arizona. No, he did not. But there's, I, I think that there's a really good chance that he comes back against Minnesota. At home, weaker team, I think there's a good chance you'll see him on the ice. I mean, he was cleared Tuesday. to play against Arizona. Right. But they didn't because they didn't want to mess anything up. Right. Which I think is smart, and I appreciate it because don't Cros- want him Crosby is my man. Don't want him sick. Not no. sick. Injured, injured again. Keep him healthy, especially with the loss of Quinzel. Yes. Anything else on that? I don't think so. Okay. Um, where are we, according to your sources, on the other injuries? Bukestad and I don't know. Schultz? I, didn't, I didn't look at that. I think uh, Bukestad's making progress. He, Him and Schultz were both skating. Not with that they didn't make the trip with the team, but they were at, in Pittsburgh, I believe. Okay. Skating. Good. While we were gone. But, yeah. Okay. And Dumlin's still not up and around, which is understandable because he's, like, broken yeah. himself in many places. He's getting he's getting a chance to get to know his kid. Yeah. Baby Dumo. That's, That's the only good. reason he got injured. I don't know if it's the only reason. But it is. We'll see. Okay. Anything else? We, oh, let's talk about All-Star Weekend. All-Star Weekend, and then I have power rankings. Okay, cool. I do not. 
Um, All right, then you can criticize me. Criticize. Um, All-Star Weekend. There's been a lot of flack about the uh, All-Star jerseys this this year. I I love them. Same uh, flack that they got last year. Um, I liked them last year. I heard one. I didn't mind them last year. This year's, I think, they... I don't like them as much. Oh, they—they they they, one guy on on Facebook said they look like uh, jailbirds with the stripes. I kind of agree with them. I think they're hideous. no, no, no. I think they look really good. <laughs> I I like them. I like the black and the white with the solid color team color on the uh, logo. I logo. I think that's really cool. I also really like the fact that they look clean. Not much. Not too distracting. I like it. No, I mean they definitely could have done better. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But what they are, I really, really like them. And I don't get why everyone hates them. You know, just... I think I think there are some people who would rather us go back to the old uh, white jersey for the home team and orange jersey for the away team like they used to do with the... And uh, they don't look like jailbirds. Wales, that Wales, Wales and Campbell Conference. Oh, no, they, they were designed. They had the shield of the different, you know... Um, the different uh, conferences on there, and it was kind of classy. But no, but again, solid orange—that's inmate material. There, well, it wasn't all orange. There were trim on the outside, and of course, the shield. Anyway, still, um, yeah, it's. Um, I, I don't. I don't know if you can really win. Maybe, maybe they need to hire the firm that that does these. Uh, winter classic jerseys. I mean, did you? Those winter classic jerseys are pretty sick. Did, did you see the uniforms for the Stars um, winter classic jersey? Um, they were pretty sick. I didn't quite like the brown pants with the green jersey though. I liked it. They looked like uh, the Fighting Irish. <laughs> and what's wrong with that? Oh, nothing wrong with Irish people, but Notre Dame can go away. As far as I can. As far as I'm concerned. Anyhow, um, so you have power rankings. I do. And you're going to share those in a moment. But before you share those, I want to have our listeners contact us with what you think is your, so far, up to this point in the season, what is your favorite moment of the season so far? I am compiling a list of some of my favorite moments so far from this season, and I would love to hear what yours are. Mine would probably be the turnaround Malkin has had from last okay. season to this season. Power rankings! First off, I'm going to tell you guys that I had the hardest time out of all the power rankings I've done making this list. Okay. There have been so many people who have made impacts... This season, a lot of have, not, not this season, but this week, let alone, there has been a butt ton of things I've seen that they all deserve recognition, they all deserve on this list. And a few of those who didn't make the list, but should be, are Johnson, Tanger, Murray, Pedersen, Ricola, Ruedel, the whole shebang. Lafferty, Agazino, the whole team, basically. M- Murray? Murray, yes, Murray. Stop. <laughs> he came up big. Okay, don't. So, don't, give us don't number play. 10. Give us number 10. This is also from the week before. Prior from this week because... Because we didn't do power rankings I didn't rankings do power last rankings week. last week because... Yeah, anyway. Number 10, Tristan Jari. Tristan Jari? Man, he dropped. He did drop. Only because he has had a rough couple lost against the Sharks, I think, last mm-hmm. week. 
lost against Florida. a couple of Florida. Yeah, he's just not been playing as good as he was. He's still on the list, but not as good as the guys who have who are above him. Who have surpassed him? Okay, surpassed him. number nine, Zach Astonries. Zach Astonries. Oh, uh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Number nine. Number Dominic nine. Cahoon. Dominic Cahoon. Dominic Cahoon. He, he, dro- he dropped two. Well, I don't. I don't know. Uh, it's been like, yeah, it's been close to a month since I last made this list. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Dominic Cahoon was number five last time. Okay. So Jari he drop, drops down to number nine. Okay. Number eight, Zach Aston Reese. Uh, well, you know, I figured since you said Zach Aston Reese, yes. and you said no, wait, number nine is Dominic. Yeah. Cahoon. Okay. So, so he he wasn't on the list. He hasn't been on the list at all this season, and it's finally time I paid him some dues because he has been. He's not a goal scorer per se, right? But he does the things he needs to do to get other people in position to score. I like the way he hits. He's he's getting a little more physical, which I think is good. It's something that this team needs. And uh, so, yeah, I, I Something agree we were missing in the playoffs, actually. Absolutely. That needed people Absolutely. needed the stuff and punched out of them. Yep. And it wasn't happening. But this this whole season we've seen that. Johnson getting in there. They're uh, Bluger and Pedersen. Pedersen. Pedersen had a fight last week, which Domi, was really yeah. good. Uh, Ricola, he had a big hit. Oh, uh, yeah. In, yeah, in yeah. Uh, the Avalanche game. He, yep. The guy was skating up, and the Inatsu said it. He, he he has this way of tricking people to think they have a gap, and he just closes it so fast, and he, he crunched the guy against the boards. Like, his body, like, you could hear the crunch. It was, anyway. Beautiful. I'm, I'm a little geeky now. So are we on seven now? Seven. Teddy Bluger. Teddy Bluger to seven. Teddy Bluger. Same thing with Zach Aston Reese. He, he scores a bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think him, Marino, Gensel, face of this franchise moving forward. You I, cannot I, get rid of those three guys. I think you're right. Marino has been playing so good, and that is why he's number six. Number six. Nice segue there. Thank you. Uh, yeah, John Marino has been playing really good, and I still can't believe we got him for a six-round draft pick out of Anaheim. <laughs> yeah. It was just... Little Jim moment. Rutherford's the man. Little, little moment there. He is in the Hall of Fame. He is in the Hall of Fame. He is a Hall Bill of Fame. Bill Cowher's in the Hall of Fame, too, now. Well, let's not. The NFL. Yeah. The let's, let's, not, let's not jump sports. Sorry. Here. But Bill Cowher. Okay. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. The chin. Number five. Jared McCann. Jared McCann. Okay. Jared McCann. Now, I'm going to put this out here. Jake Gensel's not on the list. <laughs> no, I figured, Crosby's not on the list. I figured since these two guys haven't played. Well, Crosby hasn't played for, like, over... Half the season, seven weeks, yeah. And uh, Gensel's out for the rest of the season. <laughs> Love so. you, Gensel. Prayers. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, Jordan McCann, number He's five, had, scored twice. Number five, this, right? Yeah. Okay. Jordan McCann's number five, scored twice this week, and once in overtime. Once in overtime. Once that was a beautiful play. goal too. So good job, McCann. I don't know if he deserves to be higher, but I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe. Okay. So. so well, let's hear. Let's hear number four, five, four, four, three, two, one. Tanev. Okay. He's also scored twice this week. Yeah. He's looking like a beauty. He is. Always is a beauty. Yep. Does things that need to be done. He's quick, which is what we needed this offseason. I think we've talked about this every time we do the power rankings. Yeah. His speed, his annoyance. Yeah. His his ability to score and just find himself in places to score. I want to say this. No. On the record. No. At the beginning of the year, when we traded for Tanev and we gave him all that money, I was... We, we didn't trade, did we? We signed or him when we signed, we signed him through free agency. We gave him a, a huge contract. I 30 was million, fan. wasn't it? Six years, 30 million? I think so. Something like that. Anyway, um, when, when I heard the terms of the contract, 
I was I was glad we got the player. I was not happy with the contract. Right now, as it stands right now, I'm I'm still not a huge fan of the contract, but I am excited to see what he is contributing um, on a day-to-day basis, and I I am I am starting to like that contract a little more. Yeah, three million five thousand a year. A year. Okay. Over six years. Yeah, over six years. What okay, so the fact that he's locked up for six years, I think, is is um, is good if he keeps playing the way he we, plays. They said that off season we need to get quicker, we need to get more physical, and we and did. He that. brought both of those things. Yes, he did. And uh, who else did we sign? Galchenyuk. Yeah. I mean, we got rid of Kessel, which is what we needed. Right. I right. think that was a good move. It's made our team much quicker. I think it's made uh, our team better in tighter. a lot of yeah, different ways. Tighter, um, more all on the same wavelength. Because right. last year we pretty much were, but then Kessel would do his own thing. From time to time. And it would just... Disrupt everything. It would. And Dominic Cahoon, he's gotten more. He's yep. speedy. He's yep. goal scorer. Yep. I think we got yep. the pieces we needed. Yep. They're all on this list, except Gautier. And again, I, again, I said uh, Dominic Cahoon reminds me of... Uh, Chris Kunitz a little bit, mm-hmm. and I still think that. And the way he scores goals and the way he does things, um, Chris Kunitz 2.0. I'm going to say Galchenyuk has gotten, I think he's av- he's probably, at least this week, a point per game. He's got. I think he got three assists this week. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's producing. He's starting to produce more. But he's not getting goals, is what, which is what we thought we were getting. Which is we were, what we, we thought we were getting, yes. what we needed. So, but a lot of the other guys have been taking up the slack on that, too, so he hasn't Cahoon, had to. Cahoon and Tanev. Have he, both been producing. right. He hasn't. He hasn't had to. So McCann being McCann. Anyway, number three. Number three. Patrick Hornquist. I can't Patrick disagree Hornquist. with that. I cannot disagree with that. Hold on a second. Six goals since he came back. I believe. Don't quote me on that. Okay. My stats may be off, but he's he's playing at the best level of hockey we've seen him in a while. I believe. I agree. He just. I, I cannot. Dis- I cannot disagree with your power ranking so far. Number, number two. two. F. Kenny Malkin. Okay. Malkin just took our points leader from last night, well, Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night. Sunday night's game. He's 44, just surpassed Jake Gensel. Just did. He's oh, shut up. He's playing very well. He's he's picked up the slack since Crosby came back. I really, there's a part of me that doesn't want Crosby to come back because this team is playing such good hockey without him. I, yeah. And I'm kind of scared about what's going to happen. When he comes back, I think the thing that's going to keep all of this fluidity in motion is going to be how the coaches handle Crosby coming back, mm-hmm. and how they play these guys. And I think, I think once Crosby comes back, and, and what you said about you know moving lines back, of course Crosby's going to be on the first line, but um, as you you now have, and, and you have had. But now you have four legitimate lines that you can roll all game long, mm-hmm. which in which is going to help come playoff time. Yeah. What I would kind of like to see is Malkin staying on the first line at center and putting Crosby on his wing. Yeah. Malkin's leading the team in faceoff percentages right now. So you you would have you would have uh, Malkin, Rust, Crosby, and Rust. Crosby, yeah. Okay. And just move Dominic Cahoon down one line, uh, scratch either Agassiz or Lafferty. Okay. From game to game, and well, we'll see. see where it goes. We'll from see. There. We'll see. That's what I would have. And of course, number one is Dominic Simone. 
Okay. Why? No, I'm just kidding. It's not Dominic Simone. It's Brian Russ. <laughs> I think so. It's Brian Russ. <laughs> Simone does deserve uh, some recognition for what he's done. He's been playing very well, too. Yeah. But Brian Rust, doing Brian Rust. He was injured. He did go off with an injury, I think, four or five, three or four weeks ago. And I was scared about that, but it was only like, it wasn't, it was just for that game. He came back and he was, you know. But Brian Rust is doing what he needs to do to keep us winning, which I love to see. Shootout, overtime. You know what I'm saying? He is the man. So, uh, so let's, one to ten, Rust, Rust Malkin, Malkin, Hornquist, Tanev, McCann, Marino, Bluger, Zach Essenries, Cahoon, and Jari. Okay. With, uh, you know, everyone else there at 11 because they all deserve honorable mentions. Honorable still. mentions, yes. Yes. All right. Well, I can't disagree with that, so that was good. So, That's, yeah. Good. So, we'll have, next week, we'll have uh, four games to talk about. Oh, go ahead. And just for kicks and giggles, let's go back to the first power rankings that I had and see where the boys, how they have changed. How they have changed. I don't see, I see a lot of the same names on here. And I a lot of them have disappeared. Well, three of them have. But uh, well, Gensel, number ten, Crosby and oh, Bluger probably four. Then yeah. All right, number ten. I had Tanev. Okay, he jumped about yep. five spots. Galchenyuk at number nine. All right, that's laughable. Crosby at number eight. Bluger at number seven. This is my last. Yeah. Okay. Gensel at number six. This was your first one. This is my first one. Eleven, okay. ten, nineteen. Whole year ago. Gosh. <laughs> Number five, I had Malkin, Marino at number four, McCann at number three, Dumlin at number two, and Rusty at number one. Okay, so Rust is still Rust has stayed the same. Top. So people are still there. Rusty, McCann at number three, Marino, Malkin, Bluger, Tanner. So six people are still there. Crosby, Galchenyuk, Gensel, and Dumlin are all off. Off. Galchenyuk's the only one who's been playing that's still on there. Okay. Still not on there. But still, Galchenyuk got an honorable mention. No, he didn't this, this week. No, he didn't. You said everybody else gets an honorable Except mention. Except Galchenyuk. in number 12. <laughs> All right. I'm just kidding. No, he, he has been, he's been playing decent hockey. So. Well, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Penguin Stuff. We hope you've uh, enjoyed it. Again, if you have anything that you'd like to ask or talk about or comment on, you can comment right here on the SoundCloud app, or you can check, hit us up at... Penguin Stuff Official on Facebook and Instagram. Or at penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com if you're an email person. And we will respond to those as quickly as possible. And next week, four games to talk about. So let's go Pens. Let's go Pens. And let's keep this win streak alive, boys. Let's go, boys. Nice beat, boys.